<laughs> all right. Okay. So, uh, all right. Here we go. Blooper take one. Go ahead. Hi. Uh, this is Xander Sprague from xandersprague.com. And you're listening to Jeff Smith on Boom Boom Clear. I, I mean, Veer. Oh, my gosh. What happened? <laughs> It's it's vroom. It's not broom broom beer or blear. It's vroom vroom beer. But thank you. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. Sorry. It's all good. All right. I'm gonna hit stop. I'll be right back. All right. Are you ready to thoughtfully steer away from your revved up, frenzied, and far too often scripted life? Then welcome to Vroom Vroom Veer with Jeff Smith, where he guides you down the road differently traveled by sharing unique experiences with guests who have managed to shift away from a life stuck on cruise control and veered their way into a more authentic and fulfilling one in all sorts of interesting and kind of remarkable ways. Get ready to Vroom Vroom Veer with your differently traveled road chauffeur, Jeff Smith. Zachary Jurgensen, thank you so much for being on Vroom Vroom Veer and welcome to the show. How's it going, man? Good. I can't complain. Glad to be here. I'm happy we were able to coordinate this and wow. looking forward to you know creating this episode with you. I'm looking at your headphones and they look eerily the same as mine. <laughs> I they? just noticed Hold that. Hold on. Let me look at uh, did you get them off Amazon for like 40 I bucks did. or something? <laughs> yeah, they were around a $40, $40 right, price point. Right. Isn't but that yeah, weird? Yeah, they work really great. Yeah. And they, got, they also have a three-quarter jack and then also... Yeah, and they have separate uh, separate in inputs, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, yep. I yep. think we have okay. the same. Yeah, they're awesome. <laughs> great minds think alike. What can I say, Jeff? <laughs> that worked out. Okay, so you are at DIY Wealth. So talk a little bit about what you're most excited about in your business today over at DIY Wealth. Yeah, so... Um, for people that you know don't know a lot about me right now, um, I left corporate world as of September eighth, twenty twenty one. Wow. Okay. Recently. I, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Recently, and you know people can't tell what age I am, you know, because they're only listening to me over the airwaves. But I'm only thirty one. Um, wow. But basically, I've created enough passive income for myself where. Right. I can kind of start focusing and doing the things I want to do in life. And right. one of the things I've always had a genuine passion for, you could talk to me for it for 30 minutes. I could talk about it for five hours was financial things and okay. how to get ahead in life. So that way you're not stuck in this constant rat race, which can very easily happen as I talk about on higher philosophical levels uh, in my podcast regarding capitalism, consumerism, sure. um, this idea for more, 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 do, 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 achieve, 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 right. rather than just sitting in your thoughts, identifying the things you want to do in life and really letting those creative juices flow. This mm. is my creative outlet. This is my creative juice. I want to use my words. I want to motivate people to move in the right direction and train, change the tra trajectory of their life. That's awesome. You're right. <clears throat> you know, uh, it's and when you get to where you are, and I can say where I am too with money mm -hmm. and passive income, then you realize things that you wouldn't have guessed when you were broke. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like you start, your your brain definitely starts operating on a different it, level yeah. that a lot of right. people it's like, can operate on because it they're takes always a while. About the things. Yes, exactly. It takes a while. I will say, like, there's like when you first start getting into this realization of like, wow, I, I really don't need any more money. 
it's, right. it's kind of weird. <laughs> right. And, 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 and yeah. I, like the thing is, there are some people out in the world that don't think about what enough is for them. Right. And so like they just keep it's going and going and going and going and going. It's actually figure out. Yeah. <laughs> right. Totally. Yeah. I was going to say like uh, maybe later on we'll talk about it. But first we have to do the room room Veer thing. But we sure. can tease it out. Like I want to talk to you about. I like, like teasing people. Yes. Teasing people is really good for <laughs> podcasts and radio. Yes. So tease the shit out of everything. Yes. So yep. um, later on we'll talk about like what you do for whatever you want to call it, like mindfulness or philosophy or mm-hmm. some of the more deeper the things that like you realize are actually important once you've solved the money check check money is good check done yep. yes yep. <laughs> it's like now oh, what now what <laughs> yeah exactly it's important it's important because first off you can't think about it like it's not like a weekend for the rest of your life you'll get really right. bored really fast <laughs> yes correct yes okay so let's so we just teased a couple of big things to talk about it down the road but <clears throat> let's go back and talk about younger version of Zach Wasting money like most people do. <laughs> yes, when you were in your early 20s and fucking around and just blowing money that you didn't even have. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I so, mean, and, you know... I, I did I that too, up, by the way. No, yeah, <laughs> I, I guarantee I did it, if not just as good as you, better than you. Probably that better, was, but <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll compare notes as we can. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, like, you know, you... you I grew up in a household where money wasn't really talked about. And the reality of the situation was my dad wasn't good with money. And his philosophy and mentality on life was you don't have tomorrow. It's not guaranteed. Spend it as fast as you got it. Okay. Okay. I respect half of that equation. Okay. The other half of it was my mother. And my mother was ultra, ultra, ultra conservative with money Mm. to a point where probably investment opportunities were lost out on because of how conservative, but she had the foresight to go. I understand I might not be guaranteed tomorrow, but statistically I'm probably guaranteed tomorrow. Therefore I should come up with a plan to secure my tomorrow. So both of them had very polarizing ideologies of what finance looked like. And it never got talked about. It never got talked about. Interesting. And because of that, you know, me and my brother, you know, I erred more towards my father. And ironically enough, my brother erred more towards my mother uh, growing up. And now we've actually inversed those roles um, uh, regarding money management and stuff like that. But again, it wasn't talked about. So you're the conservative one and he's the uh, going crazy. I wouldn't call myself the conservative one. I would call myself an aggressive investment risk taker. Not not aggressive. Aggressive isn't the right word. You you can be practically. Diversified. Diversified. Uh, investor and there's so, nothing yes. wrong with investing when you have time horizon right mm-hmm. that's what that's right. what everybody says right right correct yep um we so, can explain that later on <laughs> so yeah people we'll, we'll people everyone, are we'll going over, over everybody's head right <laughs> um yeah. yeah so like you, you know didn't have a financial base to build off of and you know ended up joining the marine corps and oh know, awesome from, from high school what'd you do um, in the marine and, corps i was uh, in the was air a, force so oh okay nice i was a field radio operator that oh wow Field yeah, radio was, operator. Holy yeah, shit. For, for, yeah, for an artillery unit. Um, All right. So that was. I don't experience. even know what that would look like now. I mean, I'm, so you're the I guy mean, that has to carry the big ass box on your backpack and. Uh, yeah, you have that. And then you, well, you have people out on the front end and then you have people out on the back end um, that are at Do the Do you FTC like set up? Fi- you set up a little control. like a, uh, 
I don't know what you would call it, like a little rig out there in the field. Yeah, you would. Yeah, you okay. would have to set up antennas, make sure right. make sure the right, radios right, right. are encrypted, and right, 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 all of that right. stuff all, before you, you got to plug all the boxes, doing, boxes, yeah, in. fire yes. missions and stuff like that. So, <laughs> wow. Of course, anytime wow. anything went wrong and no one could communicate, like you know, comms yeah, nobody, up. nobody, fucking calm. Yeah, it, the thing about being in calm or, or computers is is when it works, everybody ignores Everybody's you. Happy. Every, no, yeah. no, 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 ignores you. I like totally ignores you. That's a good thought. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Exactly. Fix this. It's like yeah. when things are going perfectly, they don't know it. They don't even know you're there. I so really that, like that's, that. That's your goal, right? <laughs> to be anonymous, ignored, <laughs> and <Yes>. ignored. <laughs> what a life goal. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's so, true. Though. Sorry, we got we got we bunny trail a little bit there, but I love it's all it. Good. Uh, um, yeah, so just wasn't really taking um, <clears throat> life seriously. I wasn't applying sure. myself. And again, right. I grew up in a household with. Child abuse happened. I had to testify against the court. Wow. Religion was used. Religion was used to weaponize me and my brother to oh my. hate my father because Jeez. he changed. He he had he had sexual preferences that didn't align with religious beliefs that we grew up in. And everyone on my mom's side of the family was threatened by that. And so what are we going to do? We're going to brainwash Nathan and Zach to fucking hate their dad because he has a different sexual preference. Like that is not something cool to do to a child at all. Wow. Um, so that wow. t- coupled with, yes, um, I could go really deep down this rabbit hole, but basically I have. That's a whole nother show that we I have <laughs> plenty of childhood drama. Yes. And um, <clears throat> I, the reason I bring it up briefly before we before I finish up the rest of that is like, if you're someone that's struggling with trauma, if you're someone that's dealing with something and you're having this mental block, like you don't even have to come to me about financial things. I can try and help you with these other things that I've had to jump hurdles over as well. Um, yes. That's because awesome. life isn't beautiful if you're fucking dragging that around by your neck. Right. Um, so anyway. And you can get better. It, it, you're always, you always want to be achieving, you know, better betterment. Um, and, right. you know, growth isn't linear. Sometimes you got to take a step back in order to take two steps forward. Sometimes it's mm. three steps back before you take a step forward. Like, right. it's not linear and just understand that it's part of the process. Right. Um, <clears throat> but... I just wasn't good with money. I wasn't applying myself to things because I didn't grow up in a good household. Lots of lots of anger and rage and hate and violence that just wow. permeated my life. Sure. And then now compound that on top of, you know, the military. And again, like the last thing on my mind, like I don't fucking care whether I have $10 in my checking account or $5,000 in You're my You're just not account. even thinking about it. Like right. I'm not even thinking about it. I'm just like, well, okay, guys, we just got paid. Let's go to Myrtle Beach and blow all of our money this weekend. Let's get out of the <laughs> barracks. Like that's literally what we did, dude. Wow. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's literally what we did. And then you would go back and you're like, all right, fuck, I don't have any money. So I guess it's time <clears> for me to um, just eat at the chow hall and stay into like, you go like literally spending money to the point where I can't afford a piece, a, a Domino's pizza. Right. Like it's, it's nothing, all gone. Yes. Nothing. Yes. Right. Absolutely. Everything's gone. Sometimes overgrafting and then right. now you're paying even more. <clears> so, right. Um, unfortunately, my inflection point on I need to start getting a little more serious about my life and understand I need to have a plan um, is when an individual we served overseas with, um, he lost his life. Um, so did a bomb dog. And uh, mm. wow, it really hit me. I was like, he was 21. And I was like, holy shit. Like tomorrow is not guaranteed to me. Yeah. Even if I don't give a fuck, tomorrow's not guaranteed to me. Yeah. If I do give a fuck, tomorrow's not guaranteed to me. Right. I need to understand, regardless of the emotions that are wor- that I haven't even like figured out yet, because I'm right. still too young to be working on these things. I haven't realized it yet. Right. Um, that I need to start 
coming up with a plan because Lord knows I don't want to do this for the rest of my life, especially after <laughs> going over there and doing that. Right. Um, some people continue to sign up. Hats off to them. We need people like you. I'm glad you can continue doing that. Right. I knew that was not sustainable for me. Right, right. Um, so... Uh, ended up uh, getting back from the from the marine or from the deployment. I had one more year, and I was like, okay, like I'm that not, was a lot. I'm not re-upping. <laughs> yeah, I'm not re-upping. Right. That was a lot. Yeah, I still haven't fully unboxed everything that happened over there and why it happened and mm. why it happened to the people that it happened to. Probably and, like, have PTSD. Probably. You know, and like, yeah, yeah. I do. Like, right. it's just, you know, did I have, did I go out and do the things that some of these other like, uh, Marsoc guys and stuff have done? No, absolutely not. But that doesn't allow, I, I think there's a, uh, a narrative that's pushed really hard in America in general. Mm. And it's, if you're not an army vet that's lost a leg or have watched someone die, you do, you're not allowed to have PTSD. And that's just You're right. not You're true. Right. That is not yeah. true at all. And I think my buddy monopolized is, <clears throat> very heavily in America. I have a friend and we were both in the Air Force. We both retired. So we both, you know, he was an E6 when he retired. I was mm-hmm. a E7, right? But right. neither one of us saw combat. Mm-hmm. Neither one of us saw combat. He sure. deployed more than I did, yeah. right? And he has PTSD. So, right. and that expressed itself in this like, Sort of like un sort of like uncontrollable rage, right? Yeah, and that well, and that's and that's and he just see people yeah. like that. You see people like that fly off the wheel, right? And the reason they're flying off the wheel is because society's not validating that it's it's okay that you have a problem, right? And the narrative like, that's been pushed harder right. into their mind is I'm not supposed to have a problem, even though I do have a problem, which <laughs> is going to drive me to yeah. a breaking point. It's crazy. It is. It's, it's our normal is insane. is a little crazy. Yeah, it is. Right. Um, wrapping up the rest, wrapping up the rest of your question though. Um, so I was just like, I need to figure something out. So I just started picking up books, just started picking up books. And I started reading journalism books, science books, like, uh, math books, like anything. I ended up landing on this fucking small little book called, um, the little book on big dividends. Super easy read. And again, I come (laughs) from a financial on big dividends. I love it. Yeah. 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 That's Um, a, that's a good find. I like it. It's a super small read. I think it's like 9,720 pages, something like that. And again, I come from a financial base of zero. Right. So I'm telling you right now, if you're listening to this episode and you want to start getting control of this stuff a little bit more, if you want to start, I like to call them, if you want to start getting control of these imaginary green things a little bit more. um, (laughs) So true. (laughs) It really is. People don't realize it. Right. Um, Especially because we got rid of the gold standard and all that. But anyway, um, so. Uh, you know, I read it and I was like, okay, all right. Um, even if I'm not a hundred percent interested in this, like this is a very cool concept to me. So I'll never forget. I ended up throwing like, I ended up buying like 10 shares of bank of America in 2011. Okay. Still have no idea what I'm doing. Absolutely none. But I'm just like, okay, Bank of America shares. is a bank. Like, yeah, it, I love, I love it, it, it as it's 10 shares. That's good. <laughs> yeah, 10, oh, I remember this. I remember this vividly. And so I'm going to paint this all out. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so I ended up buying 10 <clears throat> shares of Bank of America. I was just like, okay, like, and I ended up buying them on Scott Trade. Some of some people aren't even going to know what Scott Trade is. I've heard um, of that Scott doesn't, Trade. Yeah, but yeah. it doesn't like, exist anymore. Okay. But yeah, it, used it got to be, bought out by somebody. It got absorbed. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, and so... I was, you know, didn't do any due diligence, didn't study it. I was just like, it's a bank. Like, I know it's a bank. Sure. Like, banks make money. Like, so why wouldn't I want to make invest in a bank? So I ended up investing in it. The whole day I'm watching the damn stock market. And I'm just watching it like a hawk because, again, I'm someone that spends all of my money. 
Okay. Now I have money and it's uh, going up and down and up and down. So when it's going up, I'm like, I'm a fucking genius. Like, I'm going to make so much goddamn money. And then it's, and then the, later in the day, I look yeah. at it, it's down and I'm like, fuck, why did I do that? I could have spent it in Myrtle Beach or, yeah, you know, like right. anywhere yes. else. Yeah. And so all You're on the emotional down, roller coaster, the emotional roller coaster, which yes. you get better at as you get better at investing, obviously. Right. But again, you don't know what you don't know. And you right. start feeling these things when you watch your imaginary th green things go up and down. Right. Anyway, the, 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 it closes at the end of the day and I will never forget the number. I had, I had $4 and 14 cents more than I had when I started in the day. That's a win. And, and that, and again, it was a stupid small amount, but it clicked in my head. I was like, holy shit. Like, regardless, and I'm not, okay, I use this example sometimes. If I wanted to smoke a bunch of fucking weed today and do absolutely nothing, or I wanted to be the most productive human being in the world relative to everyone else tomorrow, same, different realities, same scenario, as long as I have money in assets making me money, it doesn't matter what I did today. That's true. It just, it just <laughs> Good point. It. Yes. And, right. I, and I'm not and I'm not saying like, oh, shit. So I should just invest in money so I can go go smoke weed all day and do nothing. I'm not saying that. <laughs> hey, look, the example, but, the example but, I'm the example I'm trying to paint there is, yeah. yes, like you can literally do nothing or you can do everything. But it doesn't matter because you have an army of green things working for you to make more green things. Correct. Yes. Well said. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, can you tell I'm passionate about this stuff? Well, I'm right there with you. You know, uh, so <clears throat> as as we uh, sort of like move forward in the story, uh, I'm going to share a couple of really um, bone bonehead moves on my part. Um, oh hell yeah! Yeah, here we go. <laughs> so so <laughs> just, I'll match that energy. There I'll you match go. That yes. Energy. So uh, when I was uh, <clears throat> in Hawaii, right. Uh, and let, let's just paint a picture of what was going on with me. So I think, like, I was kind of like a little bit of you and a little bit of your 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 mom. Kind of okay. like I had okay. a little bit of both. Yep. So I was okay with saving but knew nothing about investing, right? Okay. So I would just take extra money and just put it in a savings account or something, right? Yep. But I also got a credit card. Oh yeah, those are fun. Right. And and then I was like I had this sort of like weird sort of desire that came from childhood to have something to play with that was sort of musical, right? Okay. And I landed on a keyboard, right? So I went out and spent I think it was like $1200 on a credit card for And what year was this? Uh shit. It was like the early 90s. Yeah, so $1,200 then is a lot more relative to today. because Yeah, it was like, like a real professional keyboard. <laughs> yeah, you just went all in. You were like yeah. YOLO. I was like, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you know, I was like, you know, whatever. You know, it's, I, I don't know why. So anyway, I buy this toy. And I, to this day, never, ever learned how to play piano or keyboard. Of course, that's how anything. it always works. <laughs> right? But what I, was, what I was playing with is fun because now, right, now, flash forward, right? You don't really need to know how to play piano. Right. You don't even need the keyboard. <laughs> yeah. No, you're not wrong. Yeah, right, right. Absolutely. But then I was plugging into the, the keyboard into my computer and using a MIDI, right? So MIDI, MIDI yeah, yeah. yeah, right. MIDI was like this thing where you could play music from the computer on the keyboard and it would sound cool, 
Like, yeah. <laughs> that was that's what I was playing with. It was sort of like nerding out with a keyboard yeah, that they like didn't know how to play. play. You could it would play like synth lines and things like that, right? Like that. Yeah, well you well MIDI was like this computer interface dealio that you could plug one end into the keyboard and another end into the computer and then play shit from the computer into the the sound. Right. Well, you could program then like the, the keyboard from the computer and make it sound different. So the the song was just, you know, bits and bites and stuff. It's just the song. Ah, Hey, that, that cough button works amazing. I haven't tried it yet. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) Now I'm coughing. Fuck you. <laughs> I was trying to do good for your show. And That's all good. It's all good. <clears throat> um, yeah, it's a great button. It really helps with uh, <laughs> muting Coughing. all of the weird noises that come out of my body. There you go. You always have to have water whenever you go into a podcast. Scenario. Yeah, that's actually, uh, that was a rookie mistake on my end. I'm looking around at my <laughs> up here. Next time I need to have a glass of water. You right need here. to have water. Yeah. Anyway, so Learning yes. Has occurred. So uh, that was like one of my first screw up things, right? So 12, 1200 bucks on a keyboard yeah. just to play with it. I ended up selling it and getting a little bit of money back. There but the other thing I got into was strip joints. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> That's a dangerous game. Holy shit. So the, Here we that, go. That culminated in. <clears throat> so I got so used to just blowing so much money at strip joints in Hawaii that the strippers. Uh, thought I actually had money. So they right, were <laughs> right, right. So then like a bunch of them were like, what are you doing after? Right. Oh, and I'm, no. you already know. <laughs> oh no. So we go across the street and they order champagne and I'm paying the bill. <laughs> of course. Sounds about right. Uh, it was so hilarious. It's one of those things where at the at the time I just felt like such an idiot. I'm like, oh my God, what am I doing? <laughs> No, yeah, that'll do it. That was my wake up call. That was my wake up call. That was your wake up call. That was my wake up call. So I'll finish this story for uh, like, I don't remember. So that was all in the like 90, 91, 92. In 93, Uh I got married. Getting married, I I had $12,000 of credit card debt. Oh, okay. (laughs) In 93, yes, she knew about it. She knew about it. She accepted it. And thankfully, um, uh, she's Japanese. And when we went, basically all the money that we got from the wedding and the the party on her side, we used to pay off that debt. I'm just curious. I want you to finish your story, but it's just, you know, something that peeked into my head. So like, like Japanese wedding ceremonies, like how does that work? Like, don't, do you have to like, like, do you get gifted money for the, the, it's a lot different. Yeah. It's a lot different. So, um, so the, the ceremony we didn't really do because we were already married legally. Oh, okay. So we skip over the ceremony. All we really did was the reception. Gotcha. Okay. So, her parents spent something like thirty, forty thousand dollars on the reception. Dang! Right, <laughs> just, a re- just a reception. Just a reception, right? That's quite the. So celebration. you're renting a big ass room in a hotel, and you're and you're giving everybody that shows up gifts, and not cheap gifts, right? Right. Good gifts, <laughs> and you're giving everybody money. Uh, not money, but really good food, right? Like really sure. good food. Yeah, um, quality stuff. So that means that the gift that they give back to you is sort of commensurate with what they're getting from showing up, 
right? So it's sort of like a, a quid pro quo kind of system. They're basically paying okay. cash for having attended this thing and getting the gift and getting the food, right? Okay. Gotcha. So they're not giving like light gifts. So the return gotcha. on investment, basically it's like the, her parents paid for the, the reception and then we get all the money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a great deal. It's instead of giving us that cash, they paid for the party, and then we, we get the proceeds. It was, Got it. Yeah, so we took that those proceeds, and it, it took okay. me a while to convince my wife that it was a good idea to to pay down that debt. And it, it, so she's one of those people that's like, yeah, but then we wouldn't have any savings. And I'm like, honey, right. you, savings don't make money, and we're paying on this debt, and the, right. the interest rate's yep. higher, and math says you should pay off the debt, right? And right. she's like, yeah, but then we wouldn't have any savings, right? She just, so yeah, one it of just those, wasn't yeah, right, but, right, 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 yeah. exactly. So yeah, yeah, it I, happens. I, yeah. So anyway, that's my story. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a good one. Uh, man, I'm trying to think of like where I royally just screwed up. I, you know, <clears throat> I, I'll try and think of like a royal screw up. Sure. But I will say like the amount of money I've lost thinking I'm going to do really good at Forex trading, thinking I'm really going to be good at stock picking and swing trading, you know, listening oh, right. to like <clears throat> listening to like these gurus that are like, mm. I will send you a list in the email uh, every Tuesday on the 10 stocks you should get into that are going to fucking, you know, <laughs> 600X, you know, just yeah, like right. ridiculous promises. And of course, like, you know, never I, works I, out. I, I want to get ahead. I want right. to get ahead and I'm buying into this narrative enough. But I have done that enough where I can get on the airwaves and comfortably tell people you're not going to be that person statistically. Statistically, right. you're not going to be this amazing day trader and become a fucking like I know the Wolf of Wall Street guy was conning people, but like right. there are people out there that can actually do what he's doing legally. Statistically, the odds of that happening is not likely. Am I telling you to not go chase your dreams? And if you feel like you're that person, go do it. Absolutely. I'm speaking on generalities. I'm speaking on a bell curve. And at the end of the day, right. Play the, the percentages. Hell, why the hell do I want to sit in front of a computer all day and day trade? It's right. still taking up all of my time. I'm right. just trading one job for another. Right. The one that's really winning is the person that's able to step away from the computer, have money still spitting at them, and they have their time to go do the things they want to do in life. Right. So for everyone that's thinking that like, oh, like, the, you know, cool, you make a lot of money. If you're still stuck plugged in front of a computer all day, are you really winning? Right. Like, no. It depends really. on where your values lie. And right. I think there's a huge perversion in society that money is the end all and be all of success <clears throat> and happiness. It's not. It's not. It's, it's not. not. It's not. <laughs> it's just not. Not and even so close. Identify, identifying right. what enough is for you and you would be pleasantly surprised if you just took some time and had some uncomfortable conversations in your own head. Mm. Enough is probably a lot less than you thought. Totally. Yes. Yeah. And that number is different for everybody. It's, it's, it totally, there's a formula. It's unique as a fingerprint. Exactly. It, there's a formula that you can use to figure it out, but the input is yours, right? You get to yep. decide what the input number is. <laughs> right. right. When I, and I used it on my, I used it on my episode, uh, on one or two of my episodes, like, if your idea of living your best life and your wealthiest life is uh, driving around, you know, uh, North America, Canada and South America in a truck and camping and going and visiting and doing and hiking and seeing all these amazing, you're going to require a lot less money than someone that wants to eat pizza naked on a yacht in the Mediterranean with a bunch of models. <laughs> You know what you I'm think? saying, though? You like, think, yes. <laughs> if you want like, a private island, you neither, might need to make neither, more but money. But neither one of those narratives is wrong. Right. 
Right. Exactly. It's just a matter. It's just a matter of identifying what you want to do in life with your like imaginary not green things. Society, <laughs> society expects of you. Right. Like, right. So anyway, um, and then I'm just trying to think. Let me come back. Uh, let me keep working on like a, sure. just an absolute royal mess up <laughs> that I did financially. I, I'm let gonna. Keep, I'm but, gonna go but, while you're thinking and letting sure. your gears go. I want to say, like my journey out of debt into like. Oh. Sort of like wealth, you know, uh-huh. right? Investing in a in a smart way, I guess, um, was really weird. It's just like random people coming out of nowhere saying, "Do this," and then I do that, and then do this, and then I do. So there's this dude, right? So you know um, what it's like being in the military, right? I had mm, this staff yeah. job, right? Yeah. Okay. So I was working in this one staff office, right? And so I had occasionally go to the other offices in the staff and chat with those guys, right? For whatever reason, right? For work. So there's this dude works in the history office. It's his job to like put together the history for the unit, right? Every year, right? All right. This dude is exactly like me. Same rank. We're both E5s, right? We've both been in about the same time. And I'm just going down to his office to do a little whatever coordination, get get your boss to sign this for me. Yeah. And he says, hey, so what are you doing with your money? (laughs) Just out of nowhere. Just out of nowhere, right? And I'm like, nothing. So let me ask you, I'm just curious, were you thinking about that at the time? No. Not okay, so he just, just asked out of the you weren't even thinking out of the blue. Out of the blue. Okay. I, I'm, right. I said, I'm maxing out my Roth IRA, right? Because that's that's where I was solid at. Solid step. It's still a solid step. It's still yeah. a solid okay. step, right? And at that point, I was only maxing out my Roth IRA. I didn't even know my wife could do it too. So Okay. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Interesting. And he said, okay, that's good. That's a good start. And then he says, Motley Fool. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. Have I you do, ever heard I, of Motley I, Fool? Yeah, I read around on there. They, uh, they, they, they've changed a lot. They've changed a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Back when they first started, there was they weren't selling anything. Oh okay. All right. <clears throat> so, so this it was is like still like a in source. Well, their I would say their their uh, entree was wrong. Right. They were big on the dividend uh, thing that turned out to be a bad idea. It was data mining. But they admitted it. Oh, okay. Right. So their oh, okay. first yeah, thing yeah. was like this dividend thing where it's like you just do this. They had a little cheat sheet and you would go and buy these sort of like they call them blue chips, right? And they would yep, tell yep, you yep, yep. like here's a here's a family of stocks. If mm. and you can pick any of these and just hold them and you'll be fine. And you'll be fine. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> and that wasn't perfect, right? Because they sure. weren't telling you when to sell. <laughs> yeah. That's and you do of, need that's, to, a, that's an important need, part of the equation. Exactly. <laughs> you need you need to know that. So, but then right. like uh so I had I'd done that for right. So the other piece of advice history guy said was uh you should also be saving your other money too. So you get like a <clears throat> another taxable brokerage account and put your mm-hmm. other money that you don't need today in there too. Because yep. you're going to do way better than anything else. And I'm like, okay. So that was kind of like Motley Fool, uh, max out both IRAs, and then get another brokerage account. And that sort of like kept going forever. You know, I ran mm-hmm. into him later on uh, in 2003 or 2002 okay. in Saudi Arabia on a deployment. We randomly oh, wow. r- walked, yeah, got on the same bus. And he's like, how's your money? Damn. <laughs> 
small <laughs> world. That's yeah. a wild isn't that, story. Isn't that weird? <laughs> That's a wild story. And that I was, never hung out with this guy and it never knew his phone he number just was or like, his how's email. your money? Yeah. He's like, hey, man, how's your Damn. money? Damn. <laughs> That's crazy. That's such a good story. Same dude. Yeah. And then the other random thing was, and my money was great by, by all, already <laughs> by that time. Um, uh, this other dude, I was getting ready to get out of the military uh, in Hawaii with that $12,000 worth of debt. And I go to this bar and there's this random army captain. And I'm okay. telling him, I'm going to get out. I'm going to go to school. I've had enough in the military. And he's like, how's your money? <laughs> And I'm like, oh, I'm like $12,000 in debt, but that's okay. I'll get a job. And he's like, you should re-up. And I'm like, why? He Uh says, well, you sound smart, but you're still a dickweed. (laughs) (laughs) You're still smart. You're smart, but you're still a dickweed. I love that. Being a dickweed in his mind, I think, was like, you have no clue about what's right. happening, yeah. right? You just, right. you're thoroughly clueless. We, we, we you have need more for, time. <laughs> we, we, we have a term for that in my group of friends out here in Phoenix. We call it dumb smart. Dumb you're smart, really, yes. You're really you're dumb, dumb in smart. one area, right. but you're really smart in another area. Right. So we call it dumb, dumb So smart. everyone in my group of friends is dumb smart. There you go. Their own way. They just haven't learned it yet. Right. 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 They haven't been deprogrammed about the whole like, the goal of life in America is to, you know, let's see here. How's, how do I like to put it? Spend money on shit you don't need with money you don't have. Don't have. <laughs> to, uh, impre- to impress people, people that you don't, don't like care about you. and you don't like. To impress people <clears throat> yep. you don't know or like. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yes. Yep. Anyway. What a, what a dream. Right. The American nightmare. Um, so, yeah, the American, literally. So, I just remembered <clears throat> I got the royal fuck up story for you now. See, there um, you go. That's why I was there. It is, and now it's just like that. Um, so, I was doing pretty well in real estate. Um, yeah. And so basically, basically I did real estate from like 20, what was it? 22 to 28. And then from 28 to 31, I did medical device sales and then okay. I left. I'm done. Um, so I made a shift eventually, but at the height of my real estate stuff, I was doing pretty good, you know, um, getting ready to hire like a junior agent, had a transaction coordinator, like, you know, regularly producing at okay. this point. Right. You know, that didn't happen. You learn how to make money. Right. Yeah. My first year in real estate, I made 18 grand. Okay. So like, they, I don't want people thinking I've always been anointed with money. I right. Like try right. living on 18 grand for a year and let me know how it fucking goes. <laughs> um, and then, you know, it's hard, but like 18 turned into 40, 40 turned into 72, 72. Like I kept right. hustling. I kept grinding. I kept. Right. Um, it's a lot of work. So anyway, I had a lot of money. Sitting in my checking account, I'm like, all right, I built this business. So now I know I can build other businesses. Okay. And so I started looking to buy a website. And so have you ever heard of BarkBox? BarkBox, no. So it's Describe. a dog box subscription company. Oh, okay. And so basically, it's like a franchisey like, thing. Like, say again? Like a franchise? No, 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 no. So, like, let's say you have a dog um, and you. You don't want to necessarily go to the store and pick out treats or pick out toys for them, but you, you want that stimulation for your dog. Oh, gotcha. So you just sign up, and then every month they send you a box of... of box service for dog catered. stuff. Yes, it's a bo- box, it's dog box subscription service. So anyway, there's this other guy on the internet um, working on his website called Better Barks, a direct competitor. Okay. It was just like... This is a really good business model. Like I'm looking at everything. I'm looking at how fast the pet industry is growing and all this other stuff. And I'm just okay. like, this is the move. <laughs> all right. Anyway, I end up uh, brokering a deal with the individual. 
and I spend seventeen thousand dollars to own to purchase the company, own the rights, wow. everything, everything. Okay, okay, everything. <clears throat> and so it's all the it customers, it's the website, all the customers, everything. The whole he deal. gives me everything, and I'm like, "Fuck yeah, here we go!" Right. And as soon the next week, I literally looked at everything, and I'm like, "I don't know what the fuck I'm doing." <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to do internet on the back end internet stuff. Right. I don't know how to do the subscription stuff. How is he sourcing the toys? Like how mm. how do I get how do I efficiently systematize? Like wow, right. I didn't know what I didn't know. You know, right. and like that was you just a, thought it was like a money machine. I just well, I, and what <laughs> yeah. I thought was I was good at building this real estate business. Therefore, I'm good at building any business. And mm. that's not the reality. No. You have to stay within your circle of competencies. You right. have to stay within your skill sets mm. in order to scale and build a business appropriately. And so that right. was a literal $17,000 mistake I made. Wow. So you just didn't make any of that money back. <laughs> none. <laughs> that's not, you know, in the, in the, in well, the... I shouldn't say, I shouldn't say none. There were that's some a... people that, you know, did the subscription, but like, one star reviews started coming in. I was oh, fucking right. up, like right, right. you know, and like, and then all of a sudden, people it. started unsubscribing, and like, wow. so I maybe I got a little bit of that money back, but that was my largest financial blunder, hands down, and it was a very painful and it probably lesson. killed you, yeah, exactly, because you it just- was a very painful lesson, but it was a very important lesson, right? And now you know I've applied that with the podcast that I'm growing. I know my circle of competence is articulating. I have been selling things for many, many years. I'm right. good with my words. I use vocabulary. Now I need to uh, couple that with, I ran my real estate business. What did I have to do in my real estate business? I had to understand what are my fixed costs? What are the commissions coming in? Right. I have to take out for taxes. I have like, so now I've merged these two skill sets I have in order to build a good business that I know what I'm doing in instead of just buying something that I have zero idea how to do because <laughs> right. that's not what I, tra- that's not how I grew up. That's not within my circle of competencies. Right, right. Wow. So when did, when did you, what did you, uh, how did you make the million dollars? Was that doing um, the? So it's it's a, a slow roll. Yeah, okay, it's a slow roll. It's between slowly acquiring assets that are going to make me more money, and okay. then also you know a constantly this commitment to increasing my income every year. So did you? And that didn't ha- and that didn't happen every year either. I did you keep doing that. like the the real estate after you screwed up the dog bark thing? Yeah, no, no, <laughs> okay. the real estate. Real estate was kept uh, going. Okay. I was still full force in real estate, um, gotcha. but I started falling out of love with real estate for um, other it's more a lot of work. reasons. Yeah, it's a lot of work. It's not only a lot of work, but like you got to understand like where I come from, like my perception on how we good, good we have it in America is very different than most Americans because like most Americans don't go overseas and don't go see the shit I saw. And like right. there is literally people in this world today that have to take four hours round trip to go get some water. Right. Like even a homeless person in America has access to clean water in under five minutes. Right. And yeah. like, I'm That's sitting another there story, helping, right? I'm sitting there helping all of these fucking trophy wives and they're bitching about doorknob handles. I almost had a contract fall out one time because of a bathtub plug, a <laughs> bathtub plug. You're creating your own problems. You know what I'm saying? And like yes. to me, based on the things I've seen in the world, mm. this is absolute insanity that you should be not grateful for all of the opportunities that are. So it right. really started like my purpose in life and my values really started clashing with my success in life. Okay. And I was like, I need to go somewhere else where I feel I'm solving a more real problem. That makes sense. So I ended up landing on medical device sales. It wasn't easy to get into. Mm. I tried for nine months. I was applying to everything. I had the sales experience. I didn't have the medical experience. And finally, someone took a chance on me. And I went from making $120,000 a year to $60,000 a year. 
just okay. to get in. It's right, an right. associate position. And you better believe I second guessed myself every day of the week because right. I just lost half my income. And I was always wondering, what if I would have just stayed with that? Mm. But that's part of growing and that's part of being uncomfortable. You question right. things, you're fearful. And that means you're moving in the right direction. So I ended yeah. up you know, doing that. Um, and then I ended up moving over to a, a startup company for a few years. Um, that company kept restructuring and restructuring and restructuring to a point where like, it was making my job damn near impossible to perform at the level that was expected of me. Um, so I just took a bow of leave. Um, and now here I am. Um, and you know, even when I left my job, it was a little uncomfortable. You know, I was used to that corporate paycheck, you know, totally. it was a little bit of an adjustment. It was totally. uncomfortable, but right. now I'm stabilizing. And now this podcast is growing and like, right. I am so much happier. And guess what? Money isn't part of the equation <clears throat> at this point. Right. You know, I have, uh, <clears throat> it, my journey was kind of crazy too. So like I retired from the air force when I was 38 Okay. And immediately got a job, right? Just because I didn't know what to do. I kind of right. knew I didn't want to have a job, but I didn't know what to do about it, right? So I spent a lot of time after I retired trying to figure out how to just have people give me money for doing you know, whatever I want to do, right? <laughs> good thing. I'm not following that thought. Good, I'm not following good, that thought. Good Run face. that by me. So like, I just wanted the passive income. Right, I didn't actually okay. want to do anything to make it come. Oh, in. I see what you're saying. Okay. God, yeah, that's the end that goal, doesn't man. work. Yeah, that doesn't work. Oh yeah, that doesn't work. Yeah, <laughs> that doesn't work. You actually have to learn how to do business, right? So right. So I had a, a friend slash mentor slash person I paid who was a blogger, and he was mm -hmm. just, I think, the right kind of personality of writing and then back end web stuff and SEO mm -hmm. expertise and mm -hmm. luck to be able to like make this website get like huge Google response. Right. Okay. And so that's, you know, kind of like all of those things together. He kind of caught lightning in a bottle. Right. Sure. So that's kind of like what I was aspiring to do, but I realized pretty quickly that I didn't like writing. Right. Mm -hmm. So I thought mm -hmm. maybe I can do that with a podcast. Right. right? Maybe yep. I can monetize a podcast. Right. Um, but then after I sort of like tried and failed, because that takes a really long time to actually monetize a podcast, maybe not for right. you, because you actually have, you've had sales, right? Well, not, only, <laughs> I've had, not only have I had sales, but I think right. what a lot of people do is they, they focus on, I need to monetize the actual podcast. But one of the beautiful tools that has, that has emerged is Patreon. And right. I don't know if you've right, 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 sure. Yeah. And so I've already, you know, the people supporting me on there, they're oh, nice. getting real value too. Right. I'm, I'm giving them exclusive totally. episodes, exclusive content. Right. I'm helping, you know, the people that want one-on-one -on -one monthly coaching, if they want it monthly, quarterly, whatever, some people don't care and they just mirror my Excel spreadsheet, which has all of my positions, all of my real estate oh, nice. deals. Wow. All of it. Yeah. So like people can just mirror that if they want. Right. And it's $10 and 56 cents a month. It's the cost of a Starbucks breakfast. <laughs> I think, I think people, I think people get really hung up on, I need to learn how to monetize my podcast episodes versus I need to find people that my message is resonating with and they want to support it and help grow and build it. And right. if you can come from that frame of mindset and start a Patreon account and you know remember to plug that into your episode every week, you'll find people that genuinely just want to help you build what you're doing because they like the way you're thinking. They like the mm. content you're producing. Okay. Um, and right. you'll also find people that genuinely are going, hey, 
I like what you're saying. I like how imperfect you are, but mm. how you've gotten to where you've gotten, I want your help. Oh, okay. um, and that's gotcha. what I've done to monetize it already. Do I plan on monetizing the episodes on the front and back end down the road? Absolutely. But like my downloads aren't there yet. Right, right. Gotcha. Yeah, you know, that that's I, I kind of struggled with that forever, right? Um until have you ever heard of Mr. Money Mustache? Mustache. Oh, yeah, Mr. Love Mon- that guy. I saw him live. I saw him <laughs> live in um yeah. uh, what was that convention called? Oh, I I, I know World Domination one. Summit up in oh, Portland, Oregon. I went to that oh. one. Did you go to the World Domination Summit? Yeah. Hell yeah. The first one? Um, the yeah, one in so Portland? I saw him, I, it was I saw him, one, I I saw him live. Yeah. That was sick. Uh, I was con- there. I didn't attend. So I was, <laughs> I was, I was sort of like, uh, what do you call that? Crashing it? <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Well, we love crashers. crashers they wouldn't fun. let me in. So they were like, oh. no, you can't even come in the lobby. So it was, it was in that downtown library. That's the one I went to. Yep. Yep. Because a bunch of my friends were there from the, that other guy. He had his own things. Mm-hmm. So water. anyway, I yeah, <laughs> <some water. laughs> when I uh, when I found Mr. Money Mustache, I listened to him on Tim Ferriss's podcast. OK. And I was like, oh, shit. Right. And I went and did the math. Right. I just went and said my wife is sort of like checkbook checkbook queen. She's mm-hmm. like in charge of the checkbook and the credit card to make sure that <clears throat> checkbook stays balanced and the credit card gets paid every month. Mm-hmm. And she also knows and you know really quickly how much we're spending so i'm like how much do we spend in a year and she was like man let me figure that out right and so she gave me this sticky with like the last four years <laughs> and i went okay cool that's awesome all right so i can i can i'm gonna go with a high average and add some yep. money to that and then do mm-hmm. the calculation so i took that spending number and did mul- multiplied it by <clears throat> 25 just like mr money mustache says and I'm like, well, shit, we're almost there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, hot dog. <laughs> and the thing is, is and the thing is, is I did the calculation without using um, my Air Force retirement, right? Nice. So I actually have cherry on top. Well, it's actually, you know, my Air Force retirement is like half of the spending, right? Oh wow! So now yeah, I have two you. X of my number. Yeah. <laughs> Now you guys are living good, man. Congrats. Not really, you know, because our number's pr- pretty small. So we're not like, so I've met now some people in the fire movement, right? Yes. So I would say I got lucky because I just sort of like clusoed my ass into it, you know? Sure. Yeah. I just and I, woke up one day and went, oh shit, I have my money. <laughs> but that, And that's the thing too. Like, you know, I, I resonate highly with what you just said because like, I, you know, people are like, what's your secret? How'd you do it? I'm like, you don't understand like, I just have slowly been continually stumbling in the into this. Right. There's been some intention there, but right. like to sit there and go, 21 year old Zach knew 100% what the fuck he was doing. <laughs> and you made like, it by 31, which is huge. That, right. That and means that you had control on your spending. There was at some well, point. The, not only, yes, yes, there was control on my spending 100%. Um, there's also this goal setting mindset I have of, okay this is a recent goal setting before it used to just be, how do I make more money? Okay. Right. If you, if that is your intention every, every year, if that's the goal you set every year, believe me in this capitalistic market, there are ways you can make money, but they, it will be ensured that you will not have any of your time. Right. It a hundred, if all you want to do is make money, all I guarantee you can do that. And all of your time will be taken from you. Right. You need to ask yourself, 
two questions. How do I make more time? How do I make more money? And how do I get more of my time back? Right. You need to ask both of them synonymously. You can have all of your time back right now. Okay. Just throw your keys in your house and be homeless. You can have all of your time right now. That right. doesn't sound like the most comfortable life. Doesn't okay? sound fun. It doesn't sound fun. You can have all of your, you can have all the money in the world if you want to. Like I just told you how, how it will happen, but you're not going to have any of your time. You need to be asking both of those questions every year to achieve a better life. Right. Right. Yeah. How much do I need? I think how much, what's how, enough? <clears throat> what's enough? Exactly. What's enough? Because one what do can we turn into do? two. Right. And yeah, what do we want to turn do? into five, five can turn into 10, 10 million to 15 yeah. million, 15 million to 20 million, 20 mm. million to hundred million, hundred. Like it never stops. Right. So you just need it's to just sit down crazy. and go, what's enough for me? So we teased out a couple of things <laughs> Yes, we in did. the beginning. So we have to talk about those things because we're going to wrap up. Yep. Um, and then when we wrap up, you're going to say your whole URL and you're going to. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll yeah, do yeah, all that because I got this super ridiculous long last it's name. It's all good. God hates me or something. <laughs> <laughs> At least like, it's I'm unique. Gonna, this guy's going to do a podcast. <laughs> I'm going to give him the longest, hardest name to spell. You need a shortcut URL. We'll, we'll work on that later. Um, so uh, let's see. So what do you do as far as like uh, philosophy or maybe a mindfulness practice? Something more uh, spiritual. Yeah. So um, I, to be honest, you know, let's talk about failures. I haven't been doing as good as I want to be on me meditating. Neither. Yeah, me neither. Um, <laughs> but you've done it before. I, I've, I've done it before. Right. And um, it's really hard to take 20 minutes and meditate, um, mm. to truly meditate. Right. To like, Literally, and even when I'm truly meditating, so to speak, mm. I still have to focus on the thought of breathe in, breathe out. Totally. Idea, true, true, yeah. true transcendence meditation and things like that yeah. requires you to have no thoughts at all. Uh, okay. I've, uh, okay. All right. Fair. <laughs> we can agree a little bit. We can disagree <laughs> a little bit. There. But for me, for me, I still have to have at least two thoughts breathe in, breathe out. That's perfect. Breathe in, That's perfect. breathe out. Yep. Yeah. And you'd be surprised even just doing that. If you can do it, not look at your phone, not let things bother you. You know, even if it is bothering you, acknowledge it very quickly and then come back to the breathing. Right. Um, you come into this world in a renewed state and right. with more creative energy, a more positive energy, you're, you're vibrating higher. Like people can kind of feel that and sense that versus people that aren't doing stuff like that or focusing on negative things in life. Right. Um, which is all I did in, in my early, like I was filled with so much rage and hate. Like people don't understand. Like mm. I literally stopped a car on the highway with my mother in the car because a car was following me too close and started slamming on this person's hood of this car. Like wow. that's how much rage I had in my life. Got it. Um, and it was controlling me. Um, <clears throat> so I, you know, I meditate, I'd like to start doing some breath work and stuff, but mm. you know, I, I get it. Are you, are you, a, are you able to edit this? If this isn't appropriate, it's like all I, appropriate. I don't, it's edit. all appropriate. Okay. Don't worry about it. <laughs> okay. Don't worry. Let so me, like, let me give you my take on meditation. Okay. Yeah. So like, first off, I think I understand where you're coming from. Like, I think that's probably one of the, uh, things that stops more people from trying to meditate, like you can do it wrong and you have mm. to have this perfectly no thought, quiet mind. Right. That's impossible and it never happens. Right. Uh, it's the, tr it, it, well, it may happen, but it only happens briefly. Uh, what okay. I'm trying to I say will agree is, with that. What I'm trying to that. say is that it's an ideal that's kind of impossible to walk around in this meditative trends and it oh, trends. Right. Yeah. You can't do that. Cause we have streams of thoughts. Yeah. Constantly. And they, they don't stop. Right. Right. So th that, that's not really, it's, it's sort of like 
if you change the goal to just say, I want my mind to be more quiet every time I meditate, a mm. little bit more quiet. I like that. Yeah. It's a, a realistic little, goal. It's a realistic, it's a realistic goal. goal. Yeah. It's yeah. not so like if I don't do it right, it's wrong. Right. So what I like to think about is push-ups, right? So yep. every time I take in a breath and I let it out and I take it in again and then my mind wanders and then I bring it back, that's the skill. That's one push-up. Mm-hmm. That is yep. a set. Yep. That, that when you when like your that. mind like wanders, lot, and then you and you go, oh, I noticed my mind wandering, and now I'm breathing again. That's one push-up. Yep. If the more push-ups you do, the more you know, you're better at <laughs> you're better at the skill right. of meditation. You get stronger. You get, you better, get better at it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And you're learning a very important skill of noticing where your thoughts are and when they go away. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you bring it back. That's, yep. that's, that's what meditation is. That's to yeah. me. Anyway. You're just trying to observe the observer. Correct. Yep. Correct Mundo. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you want to like look at your thoughts as something entertaining. It's like, oh, look at me thinking that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, I am a, how funny. Exactly. You, okay. You, you, let's, you let's silly not, monkey. You see, stupid monkey. <laughs> yeah, stupid monkey. Yeah. Yep, and, and laugh. Every time you, you, you do it, you should have a little giggle and, and come at it lightly. Okay. So there we did it. We did it. You know, and the other thing I wanted to say is uh, stoicism is awesome. So uh, mm-hmm. this, yep. I, I love reading um, things about stoicism. Yep. Oh, and my meditation practice has come down to, I listened to a book, an audio book by David Lynch, which was okay. awesome. And he's only got one. So go out and figure that out. I think it's, it's got a weird title, of course, because it's David Lynch. Oh, what is, hold on. You said I'm literally punching it into my computer right <laughs> now. David, David, David Lynch, Lynch audiobook? Audiobook. Yeah. Okay. And, it's, and it's something about how to catch big fish or catch big oh, fish. Oh, this is on my list of books to read. Yeah. Yes. Catching the big fish. Catching That's the big on my, fish. It's on my it's list of audio. things to read. So just imagine, did you ever watch Twin Peaks? <laughs> I have not. Uh, FBI director Gordon Cole telling you about meditation. <laughs> It's just okay. the best thing ever. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. So I hear yeah. his no, voice on my in list. my head now, and he talks about uh, there's a unified field of consciousness. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, the best ever. You have to check out. So when I'm wake up in the middle of the night at like two o'clock in the morning, I hear David Lynch in my head going, "There's a unified field of consciousness." <laughs> <laughs> oh. And then I and then that's Hey, that's good branding though. I mean like <laughs> he's in your head right you, free, man. You, you can't get any better than that. Okay, so say your URL, say your podcast name. Yeah, so we'll wrap it up. Yep. So um basically this is how you spell my name, and then I'm gonna give you all of my handles and things like that. So Roger Roger C A C J U E R G E N S E N. And so ZachJorgensen.com. You can head over to inst- so you can record questions over on my website. Right, um, that's you cool. You can direct message me on Instagram again, spelled the same way at Zach Jorgensen. And then if you are interested in supporting the podcast and getting access to all my uh, Excel p- or all my positions on an Excel spreadsheet that I update monthly, wow, um, as well as one on one, one on one, you know, financial coaching, trauma coaching, when, you know, whatever you need help with, like I'm here for you, and I try to make it a very look. A standard Netflix is $13.99, okay? I'm $10.56. I'm cheaper than a standard Netflix, and it's going to help you move in a direction faster on designing the life you want to live. I love that. Um, so, and again, that's patreon.com backslash Zach Jurgensen. 
Um, I am planning on potentially, you know, this year <clears throat> with some goal setting, expanding maybe to a YouTube channel or, or to a different outlet. But it's a lot again, more work. If if, yes, <laughs> way more work. So, I, you know, I haven't committed yeah. to that yet. But regardless, the, the driving factor here is if you're trying to find me, Z-A-C-J-U-E-R-G-E-N-S-E-N, I will pop up in some fashion. And we will link to all that good stuff, especially the website um, and maybe the podcast page on iTunes or wherever you like yeah. in the show notes. So that'll make it easier. So, uh, Zach, this has been a blast. I know you're a busy dude. You got to yeah, go no, take they, care they, of that they, dog back there. <laughs> <laughs> I got to go. I got to go figure out how to recoup my better barks loss. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> um, I, you know, I've lost more money on investments in that uh, in like one fail swoop, so I don't feel so bad. You know, that's, yeah. Well, it, okay, you well, recover. That makes me yeah, feel yeah. way better. Yeah, um, yeah I lost and, more than and, that and, on one thing. You know, and, <laughs> and, and one final note for your, for, you know, you talked about some of your fuck ups. I talked about some of my fuck ups. Like yeah. that's part of the process. Totally, okay? you're not going to get it 100 percent right, and it's your right. ability to extract the lesson out of that failure. Correct. And come to the table with a more even keeled balance on how to build wealth. There's always a silver lining. You just have mm -hmm. to find it. You have to look at the bigger picture that's yeah, playing out. Exactly. Sometimes it's too hard. Well, when you're in it, then you just have to go through it and process the right, emotion. Exactly. But you're once you get okay again, then you can find your pants and go, okay, yep. what what do I need to learn from here? This right. <laughs> it's always yep. your fault, by the way. <laughs> it, it always is. Yes. Yeah. It's no one else's fault. No. <laughs> Zach, this uh, has been a blast. Jeff, absolutely. We'll try and figure out something else on a later day, but I thoroughly enjoyed this episode with you and I'm hoping, uh, you know, yeah, maybe I can be on your show and you can yeah, come absolutely. back on my we'll show. Figure, yeah. Well, well, you and I, let's stay in communication and let's figure something out for another episode. We'll bring you over to mine. Roger that. This has been a blast. All right. All right take Fantastic, it easy, man. Jeff. All right. Later. Thanks for taking the time to ride along with us on another episode of Vroom Vroom Veer. For podcast info and show notes, be sure to head over to vvveer.com. That's triple V double -E E-R.com. Man, that's fun to say. And we'll catch up with you next time here on Vroom Vroom Veer.